Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. Sports cars are fantastically fun. They give the driver proper power, handling, and performance in a road legal and usually somewhat comfortable package. They also blend this performance with modern utility, so you can actually use them as grocery getters. What's even better though, are four-door sports cars. These are generally smaller than the performance sedans, the cars that have longer wheelbases to add more legroom and space for comfort in the back rows. Four-door sports cars are essentially similar platforms to a normal sports car, but they emphasize on the utility at minimal to no cost on performance. Generally, the Germans are the kings of the four-door sports car sector. And in the mid to late 2000s, the Germans had three fantastic machines duking it out as top dog. The BMW E90 M3, the Mercedes-Benz W204 C63, and the Audi B7 RS4. All of these cars came from the factory with big V8s crammed under the hood and uber performance tech to pair with it. Nothing really stood in their way. However, Lexus also competed in this market with the lesser known ISF, a four-door sports car with a naturally aspirated V8 paired to an eight-speed auto. Sound kind of familiar? Yep. Lexus were replicating a similar formula the Germans had. The first time a lot of people saw the ISF was on Top Gear when it was being put up against the benchmark, the BMW M3. And it did a pretty good job in the fight, but overall the M3 edged it out. Lexus continued with some crazy performance builds into the early 2010s. The pinnacle was the Lexus LFA, naturally aspirated V10, 553 horsepower, exhaust tuned by a Yamaha. It was one of the best supercars of the 21st century. And those aren't just my words, those are the words of Jeremy Clarkson. And yet, it was a complete sales flop. The issue was, the LFA's performance was actually a little bit worse than a lot of its contemporaries, and this was due to significant delays on the LFA production with reiterations and redesigns throughout the whole process. Even though they brought out a special Nürburgring edition after the launch, the LFA sales never really took off, and eventually it was completely cut from the line. As the LFA was the pinnacle of Lexus performance, when it burned out, so did the rest of the lineup, including the ISF. So at that point, Lexus no longer had a V8 sports car, and they continued not having a performance car for quite a long time, until November 2019. At the LA Auto Show, Lexus once again claimed a stake in the sports car world with the futuristic-looking LC line. These two-door sports convertibles 
would come out with a V6 and eventually a higher naturally aspirated V8 in their F models. After that, Lexus then introduced a hardtop version, the RC line, with the same engines and the F trim as well. Lexus's hiatus from the sports car world was suddenly over, and they had a strong lineup of two competitors to go to war with the Germans. And this time, instead of being completely overshadowed by them, Lexus stood its ground. The LCF and RCF both having quite successful launches and sales through the years. The only thing missing was a four-door sports car, an M3 C63 RS4 competitor. In this world, the Germans were still the kings, up until recently when Cadillac launched the CT4V Blackwing. And now, Lexus is also back in this battle. They just announced the 2021 IS500F Sport Performance. First off, let's break down the name. At a high level, it's easy to tell the similarities between the old ISF and this new IS500F Sport Performance. Chopping off the 500 and Sport Performance part, you get the same name, ISF. And to be honest, this new car really is a proper next generation of the old ISF. The 500, though, refers to the 5.0 liter, naturally aspirated V8 powering this beast. And the sport performance? Well, it's just Lexus making sure we know that this car with a big V8, sport suspension and brakes, is a performance-oriented car. Anyway, I'm going to call this the IS500F going forward. That should save us all a little bit of time. So here's a rundown of the numbers. Again, a 5.0 liter naturally aspirated V8, and it produces 472 horsepower. Red lighting around 7100 RPM. So it's quite a proper screamer. In order to fit this big engine under the hood, the front end was redesigned versus the standard IS, allowing for the radiator to sit further forward. The IS500F also gets new lightweight 19-inch wheels, specially produced by NK, and an updated rear diffuser designed to increase downforce. Oh, and of course, quad exhaust pipes out the back, because race car. There's a slight lip on the rear of the car, but other than all those items, there really aren't that many significant differences on the exterior between this IS500F Sport and a normal IS. That's a good thing. One of the big issues with car design in the last 15 years is manufacturers are spending way too much time trying to make their performance sedans look far different than the lower trim versions of the standard cars. They throw on huge wings and lots of scoops all over the car. They'll also put on huge 20-inch or larger wheels and big brake kits in bright colors, all to make the top performance cars stand out. I'm not a fan of this design for the sake of design methodology, and in fact prefer when performance cars are more subtle. This IS500F is a refreshing sports car. Lexus kept the exterior pretty understated, 
only adding design components when needed. Where they really focused on differentiating this car was under the hood with that big beautiful V8 engine and under the car with brakes, suspension, and other performance upgrades. This is exactly where the focus should be on changing things from a standard IS to a performance IS. Can we also just take a second to appreciate the fact that Lexus is taking their mid-sized sedan and stuffing in a big naturally aspirated V8? Yeah, I've mentioned this V8 quite a few times in this episode already, but this is something absolutely amazing. It really is proper lunacy, but still absolutely brilliant. Nothing else in this class comes with a big old naturally aspirated V8. And this is really just due to the trend of car companies downsizing powertrains to meet stricter emission standards. A big V8 in a relatively smaller four-door car is something more familiar out of the past than it is with the current lineup. So it's really cool to see Lexus bringing this back almost as a throwback. Now, there are a few things I don't love about this new Lexus. First, the front grille is too big. I'm convinced Lexus signed some secret deal with the government to build consumer-driven street sweepers. Also, there's very little chance of a manual transmission being an option. And when I say very little, I mean zero chance. The biggest problem, and maybe it's more of a hesitation from me than a problem, is the name, the IS500F Sport Performance. Other than being absurdly long, what Lexus are actually doing is not committing this car to being a proper ISF successor. Instead, they're kicking off a new line of F Sport Performance cars, with this being the first. In essence, F Sport Performance is supposed to be kind of an offshoot from the old F line, those true performance cars. Does that mean Lexus are holding off on all the performance potential in this car? Or is this just some sort of marketing scheme? Either way, I think these flaws are relatively minor compared to the performance goodie this car has to offer. One additional side drawback, this IS500F Performance Sport or Sport Performance, see, I'm already forgetting the name, but it's only going to come to North America. Good for a lot of people, not so great for a lot of people. We've talked about the end of eras and transitions to a new eras on the podcast before, and I think the IS500F Sport Performance is the end of an era. Lexus is giving the world one last four-door sports car built in a relatively old-school way, but with the performance to still thrash the modern competition. They really are building an enthusiast's car, which is a bit ironic coming from a car brand better known for quiet and smooth luxury cars rather than performance brutes. But that being said, Cadillac are doing something similar, so maybe we're turning away from the Germans to look for enthusiast-oriented four-door sports cars. So would I take the IS500 F Sport performance over its competition? It's a tough call. This is likely to be one of the last naturally aspirated V8 four-door sports cars ever to be made. But then again, the Cadillac CT4V Blackwing 
does come with a fantastic twin turbo V6 and a manual. One thing is very clear though, as of 2021, the Germans are no longer the king of the four-door sports car.